This is Fantasy Football Picks and Bets Week 6 Injury Report by Position Updated Rankings. And of course, the prize picks of the week, which is where we'll start. And if you want to get a deposit match of up to $100, use code MMN at prizepicks.com and boom done you can find the link down in the description as well you can also find the link to run the you can use slash mayo to get 10 percent off of any membership level for the standard projections the standard optimizer or customize them any way you want all of the dfs and betting tools that you need you can take them straight up you can customize them and then run simulations in under 10 seconds 10,000 times for whichever slate that you want, the main slate, the late slate, the showdown slate, the single game slate, doesn't matter. You can do it all at runthesims.com if you want to follow along with the rankings or if you want to get the newsletter with the full updated injury report, you can get the Mayo Media newsletter down in the description completely free as the rankings are as well. So please go check that out right now. Let's jump over to prize picks. Got a two banger. Well, it could be a three banger if you really wanted to because there's a special offer going on at prizepicks.com right now but I, I suppose i should let you in on what that is uh, it's actually an nba prop which means you won't be able to cash it until if you hit all your football ones on the weekend but if you go to nba you'll see steph curry in the season opener for the warriors more or less than 0.5 points uh, you have a max win of up to 250 dollars on that one but still it's a, it's a nice building piece if that's what you want to do i am going to get to that in a second uh, i'm definitely not gonna like not going to let that go to waste on a $25 entry. Really try to max that out. But where I want to go this week are two just pretty low totals, to be perfectly honest with you. Uh, Cooper Rush, under his rushing yards, is most definitely going to be on my mind. That's on the Sunday night game. Uh, but uh, I'll probably throw that into the five banger that I do in a second. But Scour Thompson, rushing yards, less than 12.5. We jump over to runthesims.com you can kind of see what i'm looking at here with skylar thompson you have skylar thompson up on the screen let's see 1.6 rushes for 6.8 yards i even think that's on the high end you can see they have cooper rush projected for over now when i make my manual adjustments he'll come out at like one rushing yard uh if you just take the under four and a half rushing yards on cooper rush every single week you're gonna win it like 85 percent of the time so you can most definitely bet that will be on one of my prize picks plays this week but what i'm doing right now uh in order to try to get everything settled skylar thompson less than 12.5 rushing yards then we're gonna get a receiving yards and go to our guy richard white who is another one 10.5 receiving yards he's going more than that come on now so that's the play skylar thompson under 12 and a half rushing yards richard white over 10 and a half receiving yards. My projection has him around 18. I actually think if this game gets a bit out of hand, which the spread would indicate, uh, being nine now, I believe, for Tampa Bay, that we're just going to see more white than we normally do in a blowout. So go 200 to win 600 on that one. And then boom, there we are. Uh, you can see one that I played yesterday as well, just kind of have a placeholder. Thompson, less than 12.5 rushing yards. Cooper Rush, less than 4.5 rushing yards. Tyler Algier, uh, 45.5 rushing yards under. I actually like, now that I've kind of dug in a little bit more, less than 8.5 fantasy points for Tyler Algier, if that's the way that you wanted to go with it. Richard White, uh, more than 10.5 receiving yards. Obviously, I like that one a lot. So those are really the main four that I'm building around. Throw that in with Steph Curry, and all of a sudden, you got a stew going. The other two that I like, Christian Kirk, 
more than 54 and a half receiving yards. Kirk Cousins, more than 22 completions. If that's what you, you know, want to play around, have some different combinations of everything. So I'll probably play this exact same four play, but with the Algier fantasy points less than 8.5 along with Steph Curry. And then I'll probably throw in Christian Kirk as well as a part of it because you can only have a max win of 250 bucks with that to try to go a little bit bigger, maybe go 100 to pay 1000 something like that. But those are going to be the props for week number six on prize picks. Use code MMN to get that match deposit of up to 100 bucks. You got a free 100 bucks to play around with. Might as well do it. And you have that Steph Curry promo. So you can use 25 of it, try to win 250 on a five play, and all of a sudden you're up tons of money. Link is down in the description or just go to the site, prizepicks.com, and use code MMN. All right, let's jump over to the injury report for week number six. We got a lot going on here, and I've updated the rankings up on DK Nation. Like I mentioned, you can find that down in the description. Follow along with the cheat sheet in the newsletter as well. Also down in the description, Cam Akers is out for the Rams because of personal matters he has with Sean McVay. Okay. Daryl Williams and James Conner both out for the Arizona Cardinals. Damian Harris is likely to be out, hence why everyone's all over Ramondre Stevenson this week. Justice Hill is likely out for the Ravens too. Raheem Mostert is likely going to play for the Dolphins. Then we still have to wait on more information for Jonathan Taylor, Naheem Hines, Boston Scott, Gus Edwards, and Rashad Penny's out for the year. Obviously, DeAndre Swift, who had missed the past few weeks, is on by right now. So we go to the updated rankings. You can see where I've kind of slotted in a lot of these either backups or new information-type players. Ramondre comes in at number 11. You can play him higher than that if you really wanted to. I believe Run the Sims has him at, let's see here, running backs, fantasy points for the week. Go to the top here. Jonathan Taylor, Christian McCaffrey, Ramondre Stevenson, number three. So projection-wise, you can see that Ramondre Stevenson comes out a little bit higher than that. Uh, I'm just going to temper expectations just a little bit with it. Uh, then you have Brees Hall, number 12. Daryl Henderson without... Cam Akers around should garner like 75-80% of the snaps against Carolina. It's really good. 13th in the rankings. Ken Walker, number 14. Uh, obviously, we expect him. I mean, Travis Homer and Rashad Penny are both out, so we're going to get the dosage of Ken Walker and some DJ Dallas. Hopefully, it's just you know, all Walker all the time. You know, Benjamin comes in at number 17. Corey Clement is probably going to be the backup, I think. At this point, he was signed to the practice squad. He could get elevated before game day. Uh, he would be the one that I would just kind of watch out for, but it seems like they're going to roll with Benjamin in a great matchup against Seattle at the moment. Najee Harris got the plate in his foot taken out, so hopefully it turns his season around a little bit. And J.K. Dobbins just isn't doing enough right now, even with, I mean, Gus Edwards should be coming back sometime soon, but there's not going to be any Justice Hill who have been playing a lot of those snaps. But for whatever reason, they're going to continue to mix in like Mike Davis and Kenyon Drake and not give the full workload to J.K. Dobbins, which is really unfortunate because hopefully he's healthy enough to do that. I assume that's the only reason that that's not the case at the moment. They don't feel like his health is the priority at the moment. So J.K. Dobbins still coming in at number 26. Uh, you know, a 14-team league that makes him a running back too, more than likely a flex in any other type of league i have Hines in the rankings right now obviously i have jonathan taylor in uh deon jackson would be the one that you'd want to go to in that circumstance if both of those guys sit hell even if only jonathan taylor sits jackson appears to be the one that you want i'd probably bump him up to like that james robinson raheem mostert range of 23 24 should jonathan taylor end up sitting out for the week let's go back to the injuries and check out the wide receivers Oh, let me read it first. You know I sub to my own newsletter. That's craziness. 
Michael Thomas and Jarvis Landry are both out. Chris Olave is not quite past concussion protocol yet, but he's been practicing in full, so hopefully he can end up coming back. If not, that would be that would elevate Marquez Calloway from the number two receiver with Andy Dalton starting at quarterback for the Saints in that revenge situation against the Bengals. And then Traquan Smith would be the next man up uh, should anything befall Chris Olave. You'd find them as like cheap DFS plays if that was the case. Kadarius Tony and Kenny Galladay are both out. Wendell Robinson still has a chance to play, but you know, don't hold out hope for Wendell Robinson because the guy never plays. But he's not officially ruled out as of yet. Christian Bateman out. Christian Watson out. I bumped up Devin Duvernay in the rankings. I initially had him outside of the top 40 overall. I think I have him at number 30. Let's see. No, of course that that didn't take for me. So Bateman's not supposed to be in there. Devin Duvernay, I did bump up. Just my, me being an idiot, forgot to delete Rashad Bateman. But I have him at number 26, sandwiched in between Drake London and Romeo Dibbs this week against the New York Jets. Who else do we got going on here? Ashton Doolin's on injured reserve for the Colts. He's out for the year. Julio Jones is likely out as well. I wouldn't expect him to play. Everyone else does seem to be a go for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And then we just have guys that we need to wait on. I mean, we don't really care about Jamison Crowder or Jake Kumaro because it does appear like Isaiah McKenzie is going to be in, taking off the injury report. So even him and Shakira, Shakira going back to the bench, Isaiah McKenzie getting back on right now. Keenan Allen's in the Monday night game. No idea whether or not he's going to play or not. Again, practiced in a limited fashion all week, but doesn't seem like he's any closer to playing at this point. Nelson Aguilar is a game time decision. I mentioned Olave. T. Higgins is the other one in that game. I uh, really like Hayden Hurst if T. Higgins is a no-go against the New Orleans Saints. But great news for Jamar Chase, I would suppose. You would theoretically think that, although nothing has been good for Jamar Chase since, like, week two this season. Hell, week one this season against the Steelers. Other than that, it's been really bad for Jamar Chase. The rest, the tight ends and the quarterbacks. Pat Fryermuth is out for the Steelers against the Bucks. Zach Gentry. Gentry! Gentry Whiskey is going to start in his place. Cameron Brait is in, so Kate Otten has been bumped back down outside the top 20. Not that you want to play Brait, but it did seem with a lack of available bodies at tight end that Otten was the one that Tom Brady preferred. Maybe that continues to be the case. I don't know. It just with Brait back in, it's impossible to know until we see it in action. Brevin Jordan's probably going to be out, uh, but he's still listed as questionable. Kyle Pitt's going to be in. He's number eight in the tight end rankings. Logan Thomas obviously missed Thursday Night Football. We'll see how Waller's hamstring is coming off the bye week and Janu vision Janu Smith game time decision for the Patriots against the Browns uh if he is active there is no way you can play Hunter Henry so keep that in mind not that you really want to play Hunter Henry to begin with but you know Teddy Bridgewater has passed concussion protocol but will likely be a backup weirdly enough Tua is out but he has passed concussion protocol he's actually on track to start next week against the Steelers so keep an eye on that Jameis Winston is likely in but Andy Dalton is going to get the start Baker Mayfield's out for a couple weeks obviously Darnold is still on the injured reserve so that means we get PJ Walker Peach back in our life and Mac Jones is likely going to remain out with his ankle injury there's an outside chance that he could play this week i would not count on that uh, i think it's just it's just like damian harris isn't officially ruled out although beat reporters said he's going to be out for multiple weeks i think it's just chicanery from the new england patriots don't want to give too much away on that injury report and then we'll get to game time it's an early game so you're gonna know uh and they're both gonna be out so you're gonna see a lot of Ramondre, and you're going to see bailey zappy once again at quarterback probably 98 percent of the time with the way that this works out but yeah Maybe Mac Jones will power through, get those shots, and barely be able to stand out on the field. 
Who knows? Still like the Patriots against the Browns, though. I don't know if I'm going to bet it, but I do like them this week. Wish the spread was three, not two and a half. Anyway, check out the rest of the shows on Mayo Media Network. We're going to have the full DFS preview with John Legazia coming out a little bit later on Saturday once there's a bit more information. Tambo and I broke down all the DraftKings picks. Cam Rob and I, best bets of the week, the spread pick show. It's all up there. So I highly recommend that you go check it out. Smash the like while you're here, sub to the channel, and reminder, once again, prizepicks.com, code MMM, link is in the description, as it is for the newsletter, all the rankings, and runthesims.com slash mayo. Tried to pack that into as much of a condensed time frame as possible so I don't take up too much of your Saturday or Sunday, all right? I'm Pat Mayo. Thank you all for watching. I'll see you next time. Yeah!